Rabbi Sai, a good morning, a good Nerev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Noyach Tovshin Peidalit. And as we all are trying to handle the situation, the, the war situation that we all find ourselves in, both all of us, all of us who live in Eretz Yisrael, and Achenu Kobes Yisrael Hanasunim Batsorav Ashivya, those that are in the front, captives, the ones that are in Chevy, we daven for them. And those who are in Chutzlaritz who are so concerned about the situation and many who also have children who are soldiers. So we know that everyone is handling a lot of different emotions and I just feel that the purpose of perhaps today's Torah podcast and stories should as we usually try to do, but even in a more heightened fashion, everyone is dealing with a lot of fear, a lot of shock, a lot of lack of our own bitachon atzmi, as we say. And, you know, there are many, many different areas that we try to hold on to in our amuna and our bitachon. But I would like to focus on one, on one item and to try to flesh it out and to see how the parsha and to see how everything that is going on is really replete with this Givaldic Midah. And if we attach ourselves to this Midah, then I hope then I, I hope that we'll all have Chizuk, not only for the Shabbos, for the, the duration of this situation, that we hope and we pray that things should be with the Siyat Shmaya, the Rabbanu Shalom, and that everyone should return safely and that we should only be able to mavasir to each other, besuras toivus. And what, what, what is this midah that I'm talking about? It's the midah that we see that Klal Yisrael is together, that there's the midah of achtus, with all of that took place in the last year or so here in Eretz Yisrael. At this point, all of the barriers have fallen down. There's no such thing as left and right and center and... Smolanim and Yeminim, everyone is in it together. We realize that Ein Lanu Medina Acheres, Ein Lanu Uma Acheres, and there's a tremendous amount of outpouring of people that have volunteered, people that came from across the world. They say there are more volunteers that have come to Eretz Yisrael now. People that were not necessarily religious, but they've come to volunteer in the army. That means that some of them have Tzav Shmona, but even the ones that don't have Tzav Shmona, they are also coming back and putting themselves on the line. And when we have Biyachad, when we're together, then we have a tremendous Koyach. This Koyach is something that we have to strengthen ourselves in. And we also have to recognize, as the music is blaring outside, Arab Shabbos, also Chizuk, that... The main thing is not only that we should have achtus amongst ourselves, but to attach ourselves to the Echad Miyuchid, to the Rabbanu Shalom, the Almighty, who we know and we believe that the Rabbanu Shalom is with us, the Bariyolam. He is the one that's Ma'achid us, He's the one that created us, and there's no question that the Rabbanu Shalom will not leave us Hefker. Rabbanu Shalom has watched us has watched over us throughout the millennium. <coughs> As I've said, the story which I recounted this week, which I want to share with you, <coughs> that I 
decided to go into to do a minimal type of hishtatfus uh, in what's going on in the country, and that is to donate blood. And I went to the center where they have now in Yushalayim, where they have hundreds and hundreds of volunteers and workers, professionals from Magana David Adam, and they're collecting the blood because they need tremendous amounts of blood because of the tragedies and the horrific things which took place on Simchas Torah. So I went to donate blood, and as I got there, I saw that there was a line that said, you know, really you have to sign up beforehand, go online. And I hadn't gone online yet, and then there was another line that said you can go without signing online. And I ended up standing next to a secular woman, and I say secular woman just from the way she dressed, I don't know for sure, but... You know, and then I asked her, I said, did you go online to sign up? I said, in Hebrew. And she curtly answered me that, no, and she didn't do it. And that was the that was the discussion that we had. And I was a little bit like, you know, uh, I wouldn't say put off, but I was like, I felt that, you know, I guess she must be under stress. Or perhaps I was thinking in my mind, perhaps she's looking at me as being from the Frum camp. And maybe she has some negative feelings towards the from Orthodox camp. But I understood that it could very well be just because of the stress that everyone is going through. And we went through the line, and we aren't necessarily in the same places at the old time because there were a lot of different stages that you had to go through. And first I had to um, go to one line and to another line. We ended up, and then after a period of time, I, it was important to, to note that as we were standing in line, all the way in the beginning, she asked, she asked the, uh, the girl that was in charge, how long is it going to take? So the girl said, eh, it shouldn't be more than a half hour. It's a good time now. So she said, you know, I'm a therapist and I have clients that are waiting for me and it's important for me to get through. So the girl said, listen, I can't promise, but I'm telling you right now that so far it's been going pretty quickly. The truth is it didn't go so quickly and it did take close to an hour. I have to tell you from the beginning of the process to the end of the process, maybe because more people came. But it really was amazing to see how people from all walks of life, you know, there were secular, there were Datilumi, there were Chareidim, there were people from Meir Sharim. Everyone was coming in order to donate blood. And it ended up that after we went through the whole process, we finally were ended up being in the same area that we were going to donate the blood, and they put us onto these little bed cots. And they had the professionals that were going to draw blood. And it ended up, we basically, one bed across from each other. And as the woman was, um, who was taking the blood from this secular woman, this therapist, started taking the blood. All of a sudden, the woman therapist started crying, really crying very, you know, I would say very loud. And, And she seemed to be a very, very intelligent woman. But the one that was drawing the blood said to her, you know, is everything all right? Are you afraid? You know, sometimes people are afraid of having to give blood. She says, no, 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 that's not the reason why I'm crying. The reason why I'm crying is because my son is in one of the elite units. He's already seen battle and he's now being put and they're going to go in. And she really was just, she really was just emotionally completely, completely thinking about her precious, most precious possession, a child, her child, another Jewish child. And immediately it answered up my question when I had spoken to her earlier. She gave me a curt answer, had nothing to do with the fact 
that I was religious. It really was just she was just so completely, completely fixated on her own particular son and the danger that he was in and the fearfulness of this of this particular situation. And then this woman said to her, the one that was taking the blood was an older woman, seemed to be she had gone through a lot of things herself, and she said, you know, we really all have to be positive as best as we can because it's so important because, yes, so much unknown, but when we're positive, then it gives over to our children the positiveness. And I also mentioned that, you know, it's such a great thing that as we see at this point, we're all together and that everyone is, is when we have this achdus, that's our secret weapon. And the Netzach Yisrael Yeshakir HaKadosh Baruch is not going to leave us. HaKadosh Baruch is in charge. And the Rebbein Yishalolam is watching over. And we all ended up walking out with a little bit of a, of a positiveness. And I felt that at least it gives us the understanding that Lamaisa, we have to realize that and there's no way for us to be able to, when we're together, we have achdus, then the Rabbanu Shalom is going to watch over us. And for sure, we have to be ma'achid with the Rabbanu Shalom and recognize that the Rabbanu Shalom is the one that's in charge. And I thought that this really, when you take a look at the parsha, you take a look, the beginning of the parsha is the mabul, is the teva, we'll speak about a little bit more about that in a second. But then, later on the parsha, we have the famous story of the Dor HaFloga. And over here, Rashi brings out the famous Rashi. Rashi says, um, you know, the Dor HaFloga, they were kaifer be'ikr. They, they denied the validity of HaKadosh Baruch They wanted to make a revolution against HaKadosh Baruch And the, the, Dor, the Dor HaMabu, right, they, they weren't kaifer be'ikr. So why is it that the Dora Mabel, the whole world was destroyed, and Dora Flogger, the world wasn't destroyed, they were just separated. So Rashi HaKadosh points out that in the door of the Mabel, they were Gazlanim, they were fighting amongst each other, and they were stealing from each other, therefore they were destroyed. But But the Dora Flogger, by the Tower of Bavel, they acted in a way of love and kindness to each other. And Lamadatil, we hear from we learn from here, Shasanayam Achlaikas Vagodalashalam. Then Akharish Baruch Hu says, when there's shalom, when there's peace amongst people, then the Rabbanu Shalom is going to save them. And I think this is the lesson that we want to attach ourselves to, Rabbi Sain. The more achtas that we can have and the more achas that we exhibit, and as we see how much Klai Yisrael cares for each other. And over here, it doesn't make a difference. Secular, religious, everyone is together, everyone is supporting, everyone is cooking, everyone is sending, everyone is caring about our most precious soldiers that are in the front and are about to go into battle, and they have, and, and, and to try to save the, the shvuyim, Decide to save the captives that we're all davening for. And what can we say at this time? What we can say is to be ma'achid, not only with amongst each other, but to be ma'achid with the Rabbeinu Shalom. And like we said, and we always say every night, but we say it in Yantif, should place upon us the sukkahs of Shalom.
and I was standing in line today. I went to buy flowers for the Rebbe's and to buy some other things that she asked me to get. And there was a younger man who was standing there in the same line in the local cheaper call uh, store on Kampfe and Sharm, for those of you who are familiar with, with Harnov. And as we were standing in line, so we said, no, the Rabbanu Shem Shemazak, it should be a good Shabbos, it should be Shabbat Shalom, and the Rabbanu Shem Shemazak bring his, should bring Shalom and peace for us. And it's up to the Rabbanu Moshe Shalom bin Raimov. So he said to me, a Gavaldik Avort, he said, as we stand, I said, I want to tell you a Gavaldik Avort. There's a Pasuk which we're familiar with in Sefer Bamidbar. In Sefer Baloischa, we say this, same as Psukim Vahi, Bin Saya Aaron Vayarim Moshe, there's two Psukim with the backward nuns. And he said, it's very interesting, the Balaturim on those two Psukim points out that the first Pasuk has seven Psukim, Vahi Bin Saya Aaron Vayarim Moshe. Excuse me, has 12, 12 words. And the second passage is That's seven letters. That's seven words. So the Balaturim points out that it really relates to the first passage in the Torah and the second passage in the Torah. The last passage in this particular, the backward ones, we take a look at the backwards. That's, those are seven words. That's connected the Pasuk and Bereshis, Bereshis Borlokim, as Hashemayim Vasaretz. In order to show us that this is also like a Sefer Torah, that's what he says. And the first Pasuk, which is Vahib and Sayaran, that has Yud-based Tefis, that's connected the last Pasuk of the Torah. The Pasuk of L'chol Ayadach in the end of Parshas V'zois HaBracha, and we say the words, "Ulachol ayad chazaka, ulachol hamayru hagadol shalasa mayru leinikol Yisrael." So the words and leinikol Yisrael completes the Torah that has twelve psukim. That's the vayib in Sayar and vayom emosha. So this younger man said it's very interesting that there's another pasuk that has twelve psukim, and that's the pasuk we say when we say in the end of Kaddish. The famous Pasuk which denotes the concept of Shalom and Klal Yisrael. That also has 12 Pesukim. And I said to him, it could very well be my own additional part. <coughs> that that's because the Yud Beis represents the Yud Beis Shvatim. When the Yud Beis Shvatim are all together with the Shalom Beinenu, so then... HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be Oysa Shalom bin Reim of Yasa Shalom Aleinu. And that's why the last Pasuk of the Torah is Le'enei Kal Yisrael with a Chazak, Chazak, V'nit Chazak. If we'll be mischazik in this Midah of being Ma'achid with each other and davening for each other and caring for each other, ah, then this itself will bring the answer to all of our, to all of the difficulties that we're going through. Ah, in the beginning of the Pasuk, everyone, in the beginning of the Parsha, everyone discusses the Mabel, everyone discusses what brought the Mabel, and what brought the Mabel was the Hishkise Kolbasar's Dark Alarits. Now here we want to say over a Gavaldik Avart that I saw in the Sefer, Megid Yosef, and my friend, Rabbi Yosef Sirotskin Shlita, that he said it over from his ancestor, 
I think it's Reb Hillel Hirschirz, who was a big Makubal, and he said, over Everyone's talking about the Pasuk that says, Vatishaches, Haaretz Lefnei Lakim, Vatimali Haaretz Chamas. The world was filled with Chamas. And that was the Hishchiz Dark Alaretz, Kimol Haaretz Chamas Bipneihem. And that relates to the Hamas, everyone's discussing it, everyone's talking about it. And what is that? They're violent, violent robbers. Without getting into, I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on the on the on the tzadatayv, which will answer up all of the different issues of Hamas, because we realize that we have to work on the tzadatayv. The tzadatayv is what's going to save us. For sure, we have to go out. And we have to fight us. We have to fight. We have to defend. I'm not saying not, but those of us who are not going out to fight, what we could do is we can bring goodness into the world, and that's really the essence of the Jewish people. We are Rachmanim, Baishaman, Baishanim, Vegoim, Lechasadim. It's very interesting that the Teva has different, uh, different Midas. We know the famous Pasik, Shlaish Mias it was 300 Amas in its length, it was Chamishim Amma in its width, and it was Shlaishim Amma Koymasa, and it was 30 Amas tall. And then it said, you should also have an Amma. That on top of the gag, there was an ama. And I raised this point when I gave a shmooze yesterday to a group of 50 boys from Yeshiva's Marava, which is a wonderful, wonderful institution. And they're in Golis now because they can't go back to the Yeshiva because the government doesn't let them go because they're high school age. So they're learning in the base Medrash in Ramat Pechemish, they asked me to come speak to give Chizuk. And I said to them, why was the Teva, the Midas, Okay, the, the, the metrics were the 300 by the 50, by the 30, and by the 1. So listen to this. We know that Adam Arishan, the Zoya says, the, other, the Pasuk already says Adam Arishan gave names to all the different animals. And he gave to all the different Brias in the world. The Zoya says that Adam Arishan gave the name to the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah has a name. And the original name that was given to the Yetzirah was the letter Ches. The letter Ches, which probably denotes the concept of Chet. Chet. The Ches is Chet. It is Chet in its fullest form. That's what happened when Adam Arishin, when Adam Arishin was in the world and there wasn't any Chet. But there was a Kayach of Yetzar that was in the world, and the name that was given was the Yitzchets. <coughs> after Adam Arishan, after Adam Arishan um, sinned, and the Chet came into the world, so the Rabbi Shalom had to temper the Chet. And what did he do? He took two letters. And what were the two letters that he took? He took the he took the uh, shin and the aleph. Excuse me, the shin and the nun. The shin and the nun. The shin from the same shakai. 
and the Nun from Adnus. <coughs> and there's another Kayach that was in the world. The other Kayach in the world was is, is the Sam. The, the Sam is the the, the Sam Hamavis, the, the Sam is the, the, the other side, the Sitra Akhir. And also, that also had this Kayach of Sam of poison. So HaKadosh Baruch what did he do? He took, he took two letters and he tempered it. All the two letters that he took, he took the letters Kale from HaKadosh Baruch Really, other Rishon really added it on. To, to the, and it made, instead of being just Sam, it tended to be Samoel. And the Chet turned into the Nochash. The Nochash. The Shin and the Nun. They tempered the Kayach of Chet. And that's how the Nochash at Kadmaini came into the world. And then other Mauritians sinned, but there still was a temper. There still was a temperament. It was still was a cooling off place. But now, after the ten Dairis from other Mauritian, in the times of Noyach, so now what happens? Now what happens all of a sudden, Ki Hishchis is Basadakal Aritz, Ki Malaha Aritz Chamas. The earth was filled with Chamas. The Chamas was. <coughs> The Kayach of Ches with the Mem Samach, but the, the Mem, that's the Kayach of the Ches and the Mem Samach together, which means that Chet, which was by itself, okay, but was tempered with the Nachash, with the Shin and the Nun, it escaped its tempers, and now it became a Kayach on its own. And the, and the Mas, which is the Sam, the Sam, the poison, that also escaped the kale. And therefore, what happened? All of a sudden, now they put their forces together. And there was this kayach of evil, this violent, violent geneva and gazela and arayas and, and avaydazara all put together. And it affected the entire world. And the the earth itself became filled with this tumma, with this evility. As, and people could take it to what we see today. We see an animalistic force which is beyond our comprehension, any human comprehension, any normal human comprehension, especially the Jewish people. We cannot understand such atrocities. It's from the Nazi camp, Yamach Shalom V'Zichrayna. But we want to focus on the good. So what did the Rabbanu Shalom do? The Rabbanu Shalom told Noyach, you have to leave this world and you have to Go into the Teva. And what was the Teva? The Teva had 300, which is Sholosh. That's the Oishin. It also had Chamishin, which is the Ois of Nun. And it had Shloshin, which is the Ois Lamed. And it had the Aleph, which is the Ois Aleph. That means it had all the Koiches of the Shin of the Shem Shakai, the Nun of Adnus, of Chamishim, and the Shleishim, and the Aleph, the Lamed and the Aleph, which is Kale. And the Teva itself was imbued with the Kayach of the Rabbeinu Shalom of Adnus and Shakai and Kale. And this is where Teva, this is where Nayach enters into, and this is really a message for all of us, that we enter into the Teva. The Teva is the base of Medrash, the Teva is the Achdus. The Teva is all of those good things of Klaus who cares for each other. And that's what Noyach did in that Teva. Noyach did Chesed for the 12 months. 
and he created a new world. And this new world is the world which we want not only to continue, but we want to bring it, we hope and we pray we'll be able to get it to the final, final resolution, which is the Rebbeinu Shalom will be Oysa Shalom B'Mraimov, he'll bring the Mashiach, he'll bring the light and everyone will understand truly, truly what's, what's important. One another, I want to mention another story of to get chizuk about Nayach. In the midst of sorrow, in the midst of distress, in the midst of the difficulties, again, we want to look for chizuk. And where do we get the chizuk? We get the chizuk from the Torah. I heard this story, and I might have said it over previously, but I think it's worthwhile to mention it again. After the Holocaust, when everyone was licking their wounds, and there was just a few remnants of people that got through the Holocaust, especially the Gerach Hasidim, which before World War II, it had over 100,000 100, Hasidim in Ger in Warsaw. And the end of the Holocaust, Warsaw itself was a town of 400, a city of 400,000 people, there were only 40,000 survivors. Many of them were the remnants and the people that were destroyed, but many, many Chashveh, Chashveh, Heilika, Heilika, Yidin from the Gerach Hasidus. The base Yisrael, was able to make it to Eretz Yisrael, the Rebbe, and he tried to rebuild the Hasidus. Today we see what kind of rebuilding it's done, but at that point it was very, very few people. And it was Echod Mikan, Echod Mikan, and the Rebbe tried to, to breathe in a, a, a feeling of, of, of rebuilding, but he only had like maybe 50 Hasidim. And then at one time, at one moment, the Gabbai came in one day and he said, Rebbe, Noach was one of the, the nephews of the Rebbe. So the, the, they brought in Noach. Noach, they brought him into the, to the, to the Rebbe. And the Rebbe, instead of asking him all kinds of stories and trying to give them therapy, he said, think, Noach, go into base Medrash, take a Gemara, zitz and learn. You weren't able to do that. The Rebbe understood with his depth of of, 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 of understanding his Chachma and his wisdom and his Ruach HaKadosh, that this Nayachu was a tremendous young Talmud Chacham who had lost everything, that what was going to give him Chizuk was not to ponder and not to get into therapy but at that point, but was to get a Gemara and to be able to sit and learn and to be connected. And that's what happened. Nayachu went into the base Medrash, he started learning, and that gave him Chiyus. Gave him Chiyus. A few weeks later, the Rebbe made the first tish. I think it was also Sukkot Simchas Torah. I can't tell you if it was Simchas Torah, not Simchas Torah. And he gathered the Hasidim together and he told the Hasidim, again, there may be 50 people, Noach was on the table, and he said, Zing anigin, They started singing, I don't know if they sang that Nusuch, maybe some other Hasidish Nusuch. And then the Rebbe gave a clap on the table and he said, How could we sing after everything that we've gone through? And this is a question we can ask ourselves. How can we say, how can we be besimcha? How can we go to bar mitzvahs and chasnas? How can we be besimcha? But you know what? The Torah says, You have to be samach So the Rebbe said, what is the end of the Pasuk? You should be only Sameach. And the Rebbe asked the question, to be only Sameach? How can be only Sameach? She said, Vayisa Sameach. Ach is a lushan of, of diminishing. So why does it say Vayisa? You should only be Sameach. 
Shabiva, Yisus Samech. Why only be Samech? It sounds like a little bit of Simcha. So the Rebbe said that you know what the word Ach, where it really relates to it, it relates to the first time in the Torah that it says Ach. And where is the first time it says in the Torah Ach? It says it by this week's parsha of the Mabel. When Noyach comes out of the Teva, it says, Ach Noyach. Noyach was Ach. And Rashi Akkadosh points out, why was, he, why was he Ach? Because during the time when he was in the Teva, he had to feed all the animals. And when he came one day to the lion's den, he came late. So the lion gave him a shmais and... He became bloody, and he became, um, and he became. Um, uh, he he walked with a limp for the rest of his life, and therefore what, he was ach. So what was the pshat, that even though he was ach, but still what. He was still nayach, he was still nayach, and he turned to nayachon. He said nayachon. You, it could be there'll be times where ach that a person will go through such sorrows, and it's very hard for him to be besimcha because he's ach, and the Torah says besamach vayisa ach, even though you're ach, you'll be like noyach. But what did noyach do? Sameach. Noyach continued his life, and this is such a lesson for the Jewish people, as we go through this time period, which we never imagined that we would have to go through this suffering and danger but we have to realize we have to be positive and we have to be in a matzav of noyach matzachein be'enei Hashem so this is a gewaldige gewaldige lessons that we try to say I want to mention two other stories and we'll tie it in a little bit with the Teva as well the great Reb Chatzkol Abramsky going Adir Talmud from Reb from Reb Chaim Soloveitchik. And I think I said over last week how he was placed in, the, um, in Siberia. I want to say over another story. He was then brought to England and he was there during the, Blitz, during the Blitzkrieg when the Germans, they bombed London and England and they tried to destroy the, they tried to destroy the backs of the, of the, of the people in Rev Sternbuch. Shlita should be Stark has mentioned me many, many times how that, that, the, that the, 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 you know, the, the English people with their stiff upper lip, they were able to overcome this, these attacks but only with Amunah and Betachen. There's no question England had Schusim helping out Yidden during World War II together with America. And we see America is also joining forces to, today and we have to be thankful, but we have to recognize with all of that, we have to turn our trust into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch is the one that's going to bring us to victory. But I want to bring out this point. When they had the Blitzkrieg, so people in London, they would run to the subway stations. That was considered the safest place to stop from bombings, from affecting people. Rebchatzko already was not a young man. And it happened to be that there was a non-Jewish uh, owner, a non-Jewish manager of the Barclay Bank. The Barclay Bank had safes. And... He told the rabbi, he said to him, Rabbi, I know you're a holy person. For you to run to the train station is too difficult. Whenever the sirens, I want you to come to the bank. Either it could be he gave him a key, and you'll go into the vaults, and that's the safest place. But, and I trust you, I know you're not going to take any money. 
Listen to the story. When there were sirens, he would go into the bank, I guess it was down to, near the, the main branch, and he would sit there and he would learn the whole time. And he was saved. Because this non-Jewish person saw that there was a holy man, and this holy man, he should be given a place to be able to be safe. And Reb went there and he sat and learned. So I saw just today that someone said, it's very interesting, banks come and go, Rabbi Sai. Many, many banks have fallen to the wayside. If anyone knows a little bit what goes on in the economy. The Barclays Bank, Rabbi Sai, it's been around for 80 years, maybe even, maybe even longer. And it's still a very, very strong bank. Could be. It's because they had the schus and they have the schus of allowing a great tzaddik to be in their midst and to be saved. Ah, Rabbi said the first Rashi in this parsha. Ela told us Noyach, Noyach is tzaddik. Today it's turned into a popular song. Noyach was a big tzaddik. But Rashi HaKadosh points out, since we mention his name, so instead of going on to his children's name, we say, no, once we mention a tzaddik's name, we say the bracha, and I want to say over it that this week, I mentioned that whenever we speak about tzaddikim, that always brings a bracha. This week was Chacham Avadi Yosef's yard site. He was a great tzaddik. Look what he was able to do, what he was able to accomplish. Ah, all the great tzaddikim. I heard that Reb Chaim Kanievsky Zatzal, when he put out one of his svarim, he made a big, he put out, he made a l'chaim, and he said, one of my children is a new child by me. And they asked him, what is the source? And they said, the source was Reb Zalman Meltzer also. He once, he had a chavrusa that Reb Chaim knew, and he came in, Reb Zalman was an older person, and Reb Zalman told this chavrusa, he said, oh, I get a mazel tov, I had a new baby boy. So he's a new baby boy, Rebbe, what does that mean? He says, yes, a new chalik of the Evan Ozil came out. And the Torah, the Torah, the, the chidushim, the learning, this is all part of our ammunition. And I mentioned that we had a cook in in, in, in Yaakov, Miss, Mrs. P, Mrs. Pepper, Mr. and Mrs. Pepper. And she used to make uh, apple cake. And I heard that there was some cookbook and someone sent me a, a year ago, ah, Mrs. Pepper's apple cake that she used to serve the boys in Ner Yaakov. I said, the apple cake, but that apple cake, that gives Kayach to the boys to be able to sit and learn. My Rebbe, she's also now on what I call Tzav Shimon, and she's helping out Mechon Shlomo this first week. She's been cooking and giving cakes, and the boys come down, and they get energy. Those cakes are not just cakes. And this has to do with everyone that's been sending food and cookies, the girls and the, and the wives. This is Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael, we do good things. Klai Yisrael, we do chasodim. Klai Yisrael, we attach ourselves to the goodness. And the last final vart, which we're going to get chizik from, is the famous vart we like saying over that 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 Noach was tzoyer tasa lateva. He made a light according to Rashi, or he made a window. Another pshat is, but other people explain that the teva is the means the word word. It means the word word. The word word in Hebrew is a teva, and the Torah is telling us 
that when you say Torah and you say Tefillah, that is going to be the answer to the Mabu. But how? If Tzoya Tasa If you do it with light, you make the words lichtik. You have tremendous kavana in your tefillahs that this should be the salvation. Shema koleinu, Hashem elokeinu, chusrachem aleinu. When we're learning to be serious about the learning, that the learning should be lichtik. And every word that comes out from our mouth should be a good word, a word of encouragement. These are the kaychas, these are the forces that we see from this week's parsha. As we look for strength, we know that their strength is from the Rabbeinu Shalom who's watching over us. And as I said to one of my friends, I heard from my Rebbe Reb Nachum, that the Pasuk says, The eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu are on this land from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. There's a divine providence on this land and no one should lose that sight even though we've had a tremendous tragedy beyond our comprehension. But we should know the Rabbi is with us. And Tzoyer Tasa Teva. Let's go into the Teva. Let's go into the Kaychus of good. And that will defeat the Kaychus of evil. We should be Zoycha Mirza Hashem. To hear Besurus Tevis for God's Klai Yisrael. Rabbi should give a Ruach on this Shabbos. should be a Shabbos Shalom. And he should watch over our precious Chayalim, our precious Shvuyim. We should be Zoycha to the Gula Shlema. And to the light of Mashiach, wishing everyone a good Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.